Hello and welcome to Rise and Thrive, the podcast where we explore how to meet all the moments of our lives, the happy ones, the sad ones, the annoying ones, and find our way to peace and joy no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm Erin Warhol and I'm here with Mary Hayes Greco. Hi, Erin. Hey, Mary. Well, you know, I told you today we're talking about the gap. The gap, and we're not talking about blue jeans. No, we're not. We're talking about the gap that causes a lot of our bad feelings, a lot of how what makes us feel disappointed or resentful, and that is the gap between our expectations and the reality on the ground. And what's really happening right in front of you and oh. what people really can do and what they really can't do. Yeah. And uh, this is the essence of our uh, wonderful ready tool in our forgiveness work is dealing with expectations that we often are disappointed by people in life, but the power that we always have is to be with uh, releasing expectations that are not realistic, that are causing us to suffer. Yeah, and I, this is a big idea. This is a really, this is a game changer, Mary, when you start (laughs) looking at your life as not just what you're experiencing, but also what you're expecting to experience. That's right, and how stuck on your expectations you might be. (laughs) That will indicate how stiff your neck is, how, how tight your back is, how much are we attached to our ideas of how things were going to be or what a person was capable of. And it's really the the amazing, amazing center trick of living peacefully is to be able to see what expectation you need to let go of. Yeah, so this morning <laughs> I was driving my teenage daughter to work and I had an expectation that we were going to talk logistics about all her needs and wants and getting to work over the weekend and how that was all going to go. And she had an expectation that she was going to listen to her music and not speak a word. Because you would just be at her beck and call (laughs) over the weekend whenever she needed you. There was no need for planning. No need for planning. Are you not my slave? (laughs) (laughs) And I, I felt myself getting really angry when she rebuffed my you know, I started turning the radio down and I, and, and she was, she'd turn it back up. And I, I really wanted to like get this stuff figured out and she didn't want to. And so then my anger, you know, I had to, I had to step back a little bit, but then my expectation was that she would be civil to me on the way to school while I was driving her. Right. And that is an expectation that as a parent, you do yes. have to hold out in, in, in space between you and say, actually, you need to treat me respectfully. Yeah. I, there's this amazing dance between uh, uh, having expectations yeah. and letting go of expectations. Right. Because right. society is a webwork of expectations. Civil, civil society, politeness, professionalism, just making things work well. Right. There's this kind of dance and web of understood mutual expectations all the time. And then there's the ones that just don't work yeah. ever. For this person or this situation, you have to do something about letting go of that expectation. Because that's part of why we feel pain, right? I mean, you would say that that is a big source of our pain. Mm, that's part of it, yeah. Some people say that expectations are premeditated resentments. Ooh. And the amount of friction that we're feeling, the amount of stress we're feeling, is the size of that gap between what you're expecting, and what is real, what mm. is happening, what can be happening or not. That, that that will tell you how much 
stress and how much relief you will feel if you can forgive it and let it go because, gee, it, I guess it looks like I have to. Right. But, and so if you're trying to have a small gap, I mean, I, I was reading a quote. It said, the secret of happiness is low expectations. Hmm. Hmm. But I don't agree with that, Mary. Right, right. Because I well, get to have other my people say Other people say the secret of happiness is loving what you have. Oh. And also wanting what you have. Yeah. It's like you have what you have right yeah. now, this minute. Right. And maybe it did not fit your picture when you graduated from college of what your career was going to be, or, yeah. et cetera, or what your, your dream mate was going to be able to do for you. But you have what you have. And we get, I think we do best with, quote, creating our lives if we can start from the glass half full and be appreciating what we have and holding our expectations loosely. So not that we would have low expectations necessarily, but maybe we would be open to discovery. I call it finding out what God's idea is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I really thought should happen here. Right. But actually, this is what happened. This is apparently God's idea, what the universe voted for. Okay, so let me find uh, a way to meet that. Let me find a way to love that. And let me reassess my expectations of somebody else. So um, I have two very workaday examples in my life every single day. I live next door to uh, a neighbor who is not friendly. Mm-hmm. I live right next door to her. I, li- I see her all the time. I've lived next door to her for 30 years. She won't say hi to me, Erin. She will not say hi to me. <laughs> you know, I want to go out the door on a spring morning and go, hi, how are you? La, la, la. And, and be che- a cheery neighbor because that is part of what's good in life. And she just stumps into her car with her shoulders up around her ears and her face all scrunched up and she at the most will grunt in my direction and for years I tried to get this woman to be friendly to me I tried to get her to say hi to cooperate about something with our properties to to come to the block party once a year whatever and she wouldn't do it and I just resented her I resented her I felt annoyed I felt uh, a little insulted until I finally realized the day she allowed my car to be towed from in front of my house without bringing my bell to tell me to move Oof. my car. That, that's, that's the worst, I know. <sighs> well, that's the day I realized there's something wrong with her. <laughs> Nobody is going to let their neighbor's car be towed if they no. could do anything about it. It's like <laughs> normal people will run up to the doorbell and ring it and say, oh, my God, move your car. The tow truck's coming. She didn't do that. She stood right there and worked on her yard while they towed my car away. And then I realized... This is not normal. This is not, this is just not, you know what? And she's been this person. She's been this person already for five years. I have to let go of it. And so I did. And so I still see her now. This is 20 years later. And I don't say hi to her anymore because she doesn't seem to like it. And I don't hate her anymore. I have let go of my expectation that this next door neighbor will ever be friendly. And that brings peace on earth for, <laughs> for 15th <you>. Avenue South. <laughs> yeah, because I'm no longer resenting her. And then another thing in daily life is um, I live with a wonderful, wonderful partner, my husband of, of 38 years, who's uh, he's just a dreamboat if I don't expect him to uh, have a energy. He's mm. got a chronic illness. He's al- almost always tired. He's almost always in pain. And... He's really meeting out his energy day by day in little doses, and he can't just jump up in the morning and run out to breakfast with me. 
He can't do that. I can't say, hey, listen, I'm busy. Would you make the thing for the dinner tonight? He can't promise anything because his energy is so unreliable. So if I have expectations of him that beyond the important ones, like that he's faithful, like that's, <laughs> that's a deal breaker. Like I have that expectation. Yeah. But daily life, energy, cooperating, you know, socializing, getting things done. If I have expectations that I'm attached to, I will be managing resentment constantly. And I don't. So I don't. I, I look at his wonderful depth, his great sense of humor, our wonderful conversations, and I release expectations that he would have made dinner tonight. So you make sure that there's not too big of a gap between your expectations and the reality. Right. Because yeah. I want to love him. Yeah. I want to receive the love he has for me. I want to have the gifts of our relationship, which are great. They just don't include him running out to a party with me. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm half like him, a homebody and a hermit at times, and half like a gregarious party girl. Mm-hmm. And so that, that girl has to go out to the parties by herself sometimes <laughs> or call you, yeah. Yeah. call someone, <laughs> someone else because he's not going to be the one that wants to do that. Well, it's a really, this is, you know, when you start framing things as expectations and reality and then looking for that gap, it's actually quite empowering when you, I mean, I noticed this with my son, I'll, I'll, and my daughter too, I'll say, what, what are your expectations for today? You know, and that's a way to get into trying to see how big a gap there is or not. Right. And to Um, see what's important to people. Right. Yeah. So that, that's good. But it also, when I start thinking about that, you know, we have expectations in all sorts of different ways that maybe we don't even think of as expectations. Right. We just think is right. We just yeah. think this is what's supposed to yeah. be. Well, I was thinking about this this morning and I was remembering back uh, in 2008 when we had the whole mortgage crisis, you know, and I had lived in a townhouse then that, you know, I hadn't paid too much for and I, it was, it was, it was a good situation, but it lost a third of its value. And I, you weren't expecting that. I was not expecting that. And I uh, I was expecting it to hold its value. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a big, you know, that was a reality kind of coming to roost where it was like, okay. That was I'm, a big time for a lot of people. It a lot really of disappointed was. disappointed expectations. Yeah. And I, I got married to Matt in that time and wanted to sell my house, but I couldn't because uh, it was it wasn't valued at what my mortgage was. And it, I had to consciously tell myself, okay, you did not cause the mortgage crisis. Right. This is not, it's your, not fault. your fault. Right. Just you weren't being stupid. Deal with you the were situation. going on the yeah. best information at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and so I became a reluctant landlord for a couple of years until the market caught up and then I sold the property. But it was, it was challenging and it was all based on this expectation that... Uh, you know, investing in a piece of property would be a, a good thing and that it would hold its value. Right. And this has didn't. been true for a long time. Yeah. And, and it, then it wasn't true. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, we got through that and that was good. But I, we kind of are living in a time where life is moving fast. And, you know, it's very easy to have a certain expectation that just isn't there anymore or <laughs> there's a new way of doing things. Right. In a way, I don't know if life is moving fast or if civilization is falling apart fast. <laughs> I think life is kind of doing what it's doing rather calmly. I'm looking at these beautiful green leaves outside, and I'm you know, thinking about how nature is sort of going 
I don't know who's president. I don't know about, you know, the market for your house. Nature, in fact, is moving at the speed of life. And we are moving fast because we're trying to keep things in place that are that are dissipating. Yeah. And we're trying to accomplish things that are difficult to accomplish without a lot of right. oomph. Right. So, yeah, sorry to correct the uh, <laughs> basic assumption here, but I was just staring at the lovely calm leaves when you said that. I thought, and no, you said they're was, fine. No, they're fine. They're just they're just blooming there. Yeah. Nice. Well, maybe it is that we are experiencing a lot of change. And, right. and that is different maybe than what we expected. Right. I think the I think the uh, systems and structures of our our societies are changing rapidly and there's a lot of dissolution, a lot of falling apart and there's also a lot of creative invention. Yeah. There's a lot of of things that have just come into place with gusto like that we didn't know about 30 years ago. Right. And we all we all have phones and internet and and GPS. I mean we have stuff now that our our parents didn't have and yeah. and it's causing us to move faster yeah. because it's enabling us to move faster but sometimes that's not always the um the um more benevolent pace cool so i love learning about this and thinking about this and and being able to diagnose the problem that it's the gap sometimes <laughs> it's the gap between the expectations and reality that's right and you experience this sometimes when you step into your clothes and go, oh, there's a, there's a gap. There's a gap in my jeans closing. They're not closing like they used to. There's, things change. We change. Yeah. We age. Our bodies change. Our kids grow up. They go through changes. I, I used to feel like I had just mastered the stage that my child was at. I was like, wow, okay, I know what to do here. I've got this. Man, I'm an awesome parent. Yeah. And then they would go into the next stage oh. immediately. And suddenly that wasn't enough or that wasn't the thing. Something else was required and I'm struggling fast to think, well, what, what, what do I do here? Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to do what my parents did at this point in the stage, but what do I do? So there's a lot of uh, reinventing and learning going on all the time for all of us. Well, and I love that how we respond to this gap really is what makes all the difference. And that's what a lot of your work is about, helping people be more conscious about what is the reality on the ground that they're facing. That's right. And and sticking with our joy. Yeah. Stick, sticking with our serenity and our joy. And in the end, the 12-step prayer has it right, is that we need to learn how to accept the things we can't change and have the courage to change the things that we can and have the discernment, the wisdom to see which one is which. Right. Oh, let's end it right there, Mary. That's great. So we uh, appreciate you listening to Rise and Thrive Show. And if you'd like to share something about your situation and how you have closed the gap between expectations. Tell us about your serenity. Yeah, tell us about your serenity. You can send an email to Aaron at com or send it to Mary at com. And we're so friendly. We're going to write you back. We're oh, yeah, go, absolutely. Wow, yeah, you. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> You could have an expectation that we will write. We, write yes, back. I think I think we can establish that as a you know fairly fairly reliable expectation. And <laughs> we will, if you call us, we'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and tell your friends about us, and uh, you can come to our website riseandthriveshow.com and connect with us in a variety of ways there. Uh, we would love to hear what's going on in your life and what crazy moments you've had, and we're all in this together. 
Yeah. So you can also find us on Facebook at Rise and Thrive Show. Actually, I want to say, I don't want to hear about all your crazy moments. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear about how you masterfully dealt with what could have been a crazy moment. I want to hear about oh, very good. your mastery of life tools to, <laughs> to deal with that famous gap between expectations and reality. Also, leave us a review uh, at Apple Podcast or on iTunes. You could leave us a, a rating and uh, subscribe to us. And that's how other people can discover this podcast. So I want to say thank you very much to Daniel Zamzow, our sound engineer, who is awesome at like cutting out all my blunders. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. And giving us honest feedback yeah, when we're really good. off the rails. All right. So we'll see you next time on Rise and Thrive. See you next time. Kick that door.